Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I am thrilled to have you here. Wow. You know, there's this thing going on of like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's going on for anyone else. I see it with a couple people, but we are being so... um, I don't know, corralled into this idea that everyone should be like us and if they're not, they should be judged so heavily. <clears throat> and and be like us, yes. Yeah, so act like us, do like us, think like us, um, the whole thing. And and I recognized it yesterday when I was working with Phoenix and um it just it's interesting because we are judging ourselves and we are judging others based on this criteria of how we should be. But what if we just began to love ourselves as we are with all of our flaws, supposed flaws? What if they our supposed flaws just are personality traits and they're not flaws? What if we just have to learn how to manage them better or use them to their highest you know, value? What if that's all that there is with that? it's interesting because when we start to just embrace all the nuances and flaws that appear to make up our friend or our family member or a stranger, we just start to see how everyone got painted different. Like we start to see those flaws as the expression of the um, consciousness in that life force. Just because someone's grouchy doesn't mean they're bad and it doesn't mean that they're not um, happy. And if they they could appear grouchy to me and they could not feel grouchy to themselves. Now, um, there is a lot of training with little ones like facial expressions and notice how we act and um, when we smile, it means we're happy. You know, there's a lot of that. But if that's been done to the best of its, you know, ability, and this person's now an adult, and they're happy but they're not smiling, can we just accept? Can we just accept that they don't have to act like I do? You know, that they can just act like they do. And if I don't understand if they're happy, because I can't see it, I could just say, are you happy? If I'm wondering if I can't see the signs, you know, like if I'm not spotting them. I realized yesterday with Phoenix, I have to ask her, what can I do to help her? She doesn't always know. I have to ask her things to understand that she understands. Um, I can't go by her body language because her body language is not the way my body language works. It's very different. So I guess it just really comes back to, can we love what is? Can we just be present and appreciate and and just 
accept others just as they are. Not for who we think they should be, but just as they are. This overly attempt in trying to understand um, others so that we can, it's like control things more or, yeah, maybe that's it, control things more. We can, and it's not even seeming malicious when it's done. It's just seeming like, well, you know, I, I just want things to work or I want to understand you. Well, what if we just come back to this bare idea of loving what is? Loving what is in the moment, being present, not taking things personally. There's a lot of personal stuff going on. There's a lot of taking things personally going on. But what if nothing was personal? What if absolutely nothing was personal? What if it was all just everyone doing the best they can? Wouldn't that be interesting? Everyone doing the best they can. It's, it's, um, it's just time. It's just time we came full circle. This, um, you know, we don't even understand how much of what we're seeing has nothing to do with our family or friends or neighbors and everything to do with politics, you know, with keeping people um, pulled around by their noses. We don't, we don't know, like I don't know, but I am starting to recognize that a lot of, of things are, are new religions basically popping up everywhere. Remember Byron Katie said my religion is pick up your socks, pick up your socks, pick up your socks. That was her religion before she woke up. And after she woke up, she just picked up the socks. And before you knew it, there was no socks to pick up. So what if we stop these religions? You know, we stop these religions of, of how to speak and how to think and what to do. And we just start living the authenticity of what we want to see around us. Wouldn't that be interesting? If we just lived what we want. So if we don't want racism, then live in a kind, giving world. You know, a kind, fair, balanced, giving world. Respectful of everyone. Just live that way. If we choose to live in a non-racist world, then we will have a non-racist world. Remember, your kingdom is everywhere your senses can go. And uh, it's, it's a powerful thing. Like, I will stand up for people in my sphere, you know, in my kingdom. I will be present for people. I will send love to people. And that includes the stressed-out mom screaming at her kid as well as the kid being screamed at. We don't have to see the world as victim-victimizer. We can, or I should say victim-attacker, we could see it as people struggling, as people doing the best they can, as people um, not having the tools or recognizing they have the tools to manage the situation. There are a lot of people living on the edge of very low frequencies, And that is making it very hard for them to see the possibilities in the world that you and I have uh, at our fingertips all the time. It's very, very, very interesting. 
Wow. So today is just like considering that the things that you've been trying to fix in another or yourself or um, you've been bemoaning and not understanding, these things might be just purely part of your person, your personality, your emotional uh, being. They're just part of who you are. And if you can come to accept them and love them just as they are, you're going to find they don't hold that tether over you anymore. They just don't. They're not going to um, be the one in control. I used to have this thing, and I don't even know if this fits in here, but I used to have this viewpoint I was always stared at when I went into truck stops. Well, I may have been stared at because there were not a lot of women in truck stops, so you would stick out if you're a woman. That's for sure. And I was young. I was like 21. So it was kind of like a, and I was coming in the truck side, not the cars, you know, like the whole shebang. I was sitting there once in a blue moon. I went into the restaurant and had soup. So um, I felt like everyone was staring at me. And because I felt that way, I looked for it. And because I looked for it, I found it. And it was like this cycle of, of really freaked out energy. Now, I always got what I looked for. I always got. And then one day, I just, I, like, I kind of had that revelation that I am looking for it, therefore I'm finding it. So then one day I stopped because it didn't even feel natural to me to look for it. It felt paranoia. That's what it felt like. So one day I just decided I wasn't going to engage in the paranoia energy anymore. And so I didn't. And then everything felt different. It didn't feel like I was being stared at. So it was the paranoia uh, frequency that was allowing me to expand into this I feel watch kind of mindset. But when I engaged in a different frequency to go into the truck stop, I no longer felt watched. So often it's our frequency that comes first. And then through that frequency, we engage in the behaviors and the viewpoints. And, you know, we witness what that frequency is capable of witnessing. So if I'm in an anger frequency, I'm going to see the world through anger. I'm going to project anger. I'm going to see it in my, I'll see it in my uh, environment, my friends, my family. I'll see it in the, you know, the goings on around me. I will project it to the point that it manifests and comes back at me. Whatever it is to perpetuate the anger. So this is the kind of thing I have to be vigilant for. Now, vigilant is an opportunity to forgive. That's what vigilance is. It's not like to control it or restrict it. It is an opportunity to forgive and recognize. And that is really what I'm bringing today. You know, it's just being kind and gentle, forgiving yourself, embracing yourself, loving all aspects of self. If you can do that in your own beingness, then you will extend it to others. You don't even have to worry about trying to extend it to others. You will do it. So if... um. <laughs> I was just thinking of how frustrated I've been with um with Phoenix lately with her guitar lessons and just how she helps and 
it just dawned on me yesterday. It's her personality. I can't read her personality. And then it dawned on me that she thought that she was responding. And I've seen other people who have a similar personality as her. And they act the same way. So it helped me to put the pieces together that she wasn't being intentionally dense, you know, like in um, non-responsive. She thought she was responding. She thought she was being present. And um, and maybe she is. So if um, if it's a common thread in this personality, then chances are, you know, then in that person, that is responsive. And it's up to me now to honor that. She doesn't have to act the way I act. She doesn't have to do what I do. And in the meantime, too, she's also struggling with how the world perceives her. And I don't want her to struggle with that. So I have to, well, I don't have to do anything, but uh, I just shared with her. It's all good. She doesn't have to change anything because she really wants to, I mean, ultimately we all want to embrace our true selves and our true selves are just what's showing up now in this moment. That is what's true. To deny that is to deny the present moment. So understanding how we work, how we tick, (coughs) can go a long way to loving ourselves. But we don't have to understand. That's the thing. We can just love what is. Sometimes it's in the loving what is that allows us the broader perspective and clarity to be able to know more. We just, it's just time. It's just time to stop pushing the sameness, stop pushing. You should do like I do, you know, and you should think like I think, and you should speak like I speak. We are all unique, you know, unique expressions of consciousness. And it's just time to embrace the the differences as well as the samenesses. It's time to, um, even if we don't understand it, even if we don't relate to it, even if it's not attractive to us, to just allow it. Just allow it without judgment. <coughs> it's interesting because we have this capacity to love unconditionally. And so many people are are, are really just fighting for inclusion. But in their fighting for inclusion, they're bringing anger and sadness and all of these low frequencies to the table, which are not frequencies of inclusion. Interesting. So if we want to create true inclusion, true inclusion, then we just love everyone as they are. We send love out in all, all like opportunities that we are conscious to do it. And then we watch the magic because we are always manifesting. We are always manifesting. So what is the thought you are having now? Is it accusation? Is it resistance? Or is it, is it like a respect? Is it appreciation? What is that frequency? It's amazing. It's amazing opportunity that this reality has given us and we can fully embrace it right now just absolutely right now so have a lovely lovely day enjoy every moment my thing isn't working there you go 
You are very loved. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.